Hello and welcome to this second bonus episode of, I suppose, a, a series? I don't know how long it'll go on for, time will tell. I'm off the next few Sundays anyway. Sunday service is live on the YouTube every Sunday night at 9pm for the next few weeks. Basically, I want you all to call me. Give me a buzz, talk to me about Football Index, come and pump a player to me. Come and de-pump a player to me. Come and tell me about your trading strategy. Come and question the market. Come and tell me how confident or unconfident you are. Come and ask the hard questions. Come and pose some interesting thoughts. Do you know, come and join me this week, Sunday night, or any week in September for that matter. Sunday night, just send me a DM. I'll send you a Zoom link. You come in. You have a chat with me for 5-10 minutes. Some people watch it live. Who cares? It's very casual. And then I repost it here. So that's basically what happens. That's what this is. This is a YouTube live stream. Different people coming and going. Albeit this one was a bit unstructured. There's not much structure to it, but just chatting to a few different guys. I enjoyed the chat. Um, a lot of the chat, the structure was dictated by the audience as such. So this week, I think I'm actually working a few things out tomorrow. A very kind member of the community reached out to me to help me work out polls and quizzes and things like this to keep things live um, and, and engaging. So this week's Sunday service should have a bit more structure, I think. But it's going to be... Yeah, I really enjoy doing them. It's on YouTube. It's coming out in podcast form if you prefer that on this channel every week. So yeah, it's just a bonus episode really. Also look out for The Real Podcast. So The Real Podcast will be out every Monday as per usual. And these Sunday streams will be reshared on Thursdays or Fridays depending on when I get round to it on the, the podcast channel. But I'm kind of rambling now, aren't I? I think I am. Look guys, I hope you're all having a great week. This is a Thursday for me. Going in on a night duty and work here and then I'm off for the weekend. Hopefully have a few cans, you know, meet a few of the lads. But other than that, I don't think of many plans, really. I hope you are all doing well. Nice to talk to you. And hopefully uh, you'll be tuning in to next week's episode. While you're here, make sure you subscribe and drop a review on the podcast. Also go and check out my Twitter at IrishFI1 or John Nellis. Anyway, I'm just doing an intro for the sake of doing an intro now. We'll just, we may as well get into it. All the best. We're live. What is the crack, ladies and gentlemen? There's a solid 22 years in the house, which I think is pretty decent. Sunday service, you know. I think there'll be a few more as the night rolls on. There's a lot of football happening in Europe at the minute. And, you know, I understand. I understand. Guys, I have a quick tweet to send. And then I'm going to be the most engaging host of the world. Oh, the most engaging host in the world. I'm going to tweet it out here. If any of you are able to go over to Twitter and retweet it, I'm probably going to post to Facebook too. If any of you can inter- interact with it over there. Amazing. Hello to Mark McLaughlin. Mark, see if you do me a favour. Send me a DM on Twitter. I'll get you on. Um, if anyone else wants to chat, and even if you don't want to chat, come on, take the hit for the community. Come on, chat to me for five minutes. Talk to me about your weekend. I want to hear what you did. This is a more informal football index chat. Do you know, it started out as a life-saving expedition. It has turned into very much a relaxed conversation with the community. So look, come on, I'm an agony aunt. Come and chat to me about all your troubles. There's a lot of the faithfuls in the house. Catwork, Reese Griffiths, Matthew Gentry. Is it Gentry or Gentry? Anyway, Hornet. Swiss Mark. Mark has sent me the DM. Mark, I'll send you that link in about two minutes once I post these things. 
and then you can come on me you can be the first guy who talks to me mark clemson's here are all the other clemson's in the house mark or was that just to see you i imagine it was just to see you um okay i've just made a tweet i think it works i think the link works let's see does the link work mdj's in the house david clark is here too thank you for joining us and geez 12 years have dropped likes that that's a lot you get it now. Thank you so much. Calzo is here. Okay, the tw tweet is out. I'm not going to pin it because I'll never find my pin tweet. You know that way? Do you ever get that? Um, But there it is. That's the one. Go and do me a favor. Or even just post this into your... Ross FI is here too. Go and post this into your Slacks, WhatsApps, your little groups with your friends. Tony Pepperoni, I like the name. I really do like that name. I actually had pepperoni on a pizza last night. I am a fat bastard these days, guys. I just can't stop eating. And I can't start exercising. The ACL last November fucked me. Anyway, that's a depressing note to go down. <laughs> I'm actually going to go for a run tomorrow, so wish me luck on that. Um, I'm going <laughs> this is like a counselling session for me. Uh, or like a fucking, what do you call it? Um, a fucking, a, an intervention? An intervention, that's it. John, stop eating pepperoni pizzas. It's honestly gone beyond a joke. Anyway, I'm posting this around... The different places. Where else do you post it? Like Reddit and stuff? Ah, fuck that. You, you guys will do me do the job for me. So I'm going to go over here quickly. Send a, send a little invite to my to our friend. Oh, he slid into my DMs. He did. You said I could slide into your DMs. Okay, look. This is the beauty of this. You never know who you're going to get. We could get some trolls. We could get um. We could get some gems. But you, that, that's what this is about. Parenthesis if you were saying gentleman. Matthew Gentry. That's a nice way of describing it. I would have struggled to do that over, over message, you know? How, how, how the fuck do you describe that? Guys, confession. Confession. Do you remember on uh, last Thursday we did the emergency podcast? Me, Mark, who's in the house, and uh, Trollers for Ballers. I'm a ball bag. <laughs> the audio is like... I've said it to them. I've, I said it on the, the intro to the podcast. It'll be posted tomorrow at about 2. Sounds like it was recorded through a spud. It sounds like I literally had like a potato sat here that was recording my voice. Um, fuck me. Do you know, you can always, you can excuse the guests. The guests' voices are just the guests' voices. And, and people don't have good big mics and stuff. I have this thing here. And <laughs> I was recording through the camera that you're looking at me through. Dear God. Uh, is Corey Hunt in the house? The horny cunt. <laughs> don't go there, John. Evening, John. Uh, that says, seen them given. How are you, sir or lady? I assume you're a sir, but you should never assume in this game. You really shouldn't. We'll see if our friend in the comments has slid in to the chat. Not here yet. If you're watching, um, Mark McLaughlin, you do not need a password. I just admit you. Guys, genuinely, there's 33 of, 33 of you there now. Someone's bound to have Zoom on their phone. I'll shoot you an invite. Just come and spout shite to me for a few minutes. That, that's what this is all about. If not, start throwing me some questions and topics to, to just ramble about. The goal is that we'll be here to about half ten. That's the goal. Um, Danny Walton, how are you, sir? Thank you for, for calling in. Um, but you know what? I geez, Look at that nice little pink light over there. Oh, it's not pink anymore. You can't even see it. I got these like nice little lights to try and make the stream look all... Look, it's blue to make it look all professional. I think it's kind of working. I think it kind of works, you know? The Trent jersey. Wish he'd start getting some assists, but to be honest, it's only been like two games. Mr. White's here. How are you, Mr. White? A loyal watcher of the streams. Fair play to you. Mark McLaughlin's getting his laptop set up. He could be our first guest. Can anyone beat him to it? Slide into my DMs. Let me know in the YouTube comments. And we'll go for it. So it's been a crazy week on FI. It has been. It's been, you know, it's been a week now since, since hell opened up. 
Um, it really has been. <laughs> and I think a lot settled down, but we kind of discussed it on the podcast we recorded on Thursday, which already has over a thousand years of watched it on the, the YouTube, so you can see it if you're here, like, but uh, it'll be released on the actual podcast apps tomorrow. It, you know, I don't know, the more I think about it, I think, I feel like they're delaying the inevitable. Do you know that way? And maybe, maybe I'm being a Debbie Downer. Does anyone disagree? I feel like they had to do something, so we have to praise that. But equally, I'm finding it tough to kind of see the end game. And I know Nasdaq comes in. MDJ, I think I've seen you make a tweet that was positive today. Or was it someone else? No, I think it might have been someone else. Sorry, MDJ, for calling you out. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still struggling mentally with that, what the end game is here. How does this all finish? We'll find out. A uh, few questions here. I like it. Ross FI, John Trent, and Robbo seems to be the talk of the community tonight. Discuss. So for me, I think Ra- Trent used to take all corners, didn't he? And then we discussed this last week. Then Robertson came in and started taking some after Project Restart, to the best of my knowledge. And then what seems to have happened is people are really now cop- copping on that Robertson's taken a few more, so they get more. He's taking a few more set pieces, and he's had a few assists recently. And people are starting to think, oh God, Robertson's actually going to compete with Trent. And while I understand that, and I, I get that, I'm obviously a big Trent holder and I have this little jersey because I really do rate him as an FI, footstock, whatever hold. Um, it It is obviously a bit worrying in the short term, but I think Trent just needs to find a bit of form, you know? I do. I think, like, conceding three, scoring four, not getting on the, the assist, sort of... Not getting an assist, not getting a goal involvement, not keeping a clean sheet and stuff. I think people start to worry about Trent very easily. And I think it's the same with all these highly priced players. There's a lot more scrutiny on them. I think, you know, if you're a two or three quid player, you can go four games without doing much and no one gives a fuck. But whenever you're a tenner, people care. Uh, they expect they expect Neymar esque two two five performances, two hundred and twenty five PB scores every every week. And or like who else? Well Sancho doesn't necessarily do that, but he's he's his price for another reason, but what am I really saying here to you, Ross? It's a really interesting one. I still hold Trent. I'm not selling. I think Trent Bang's going to free kick at some stage soon. I'd say gets a couple of assists. You know, puts in one of those fucking beautiful crosses he does. And all of a sudden, people forget about it. And, uh, you know, the, the numbers last year, their assists weren't that far off. But I think Trent just looked that bit more threatening. And his, his, the amount of crosses he was putting in. I'll be interested to see how Thiago affects his playmaking. But, look... I'm kind of spouting shout now. I'd be interested to know how useful in the comments. Edit ways. Hi, John. Scott's Jock on Twitter here. Last few live streams. I'll be sure to tune in whenever possible. Good man, Scott's Jock. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm great, Mr. White. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Mark McLaughlin, I see you in the waiting room. I'll admit you there in two seconds once I get through a few of these comments. Um, right, let's see who else is here. Seen them given 1-0 for Lille, if anyone cares. Araujo. Araujo? Araujo. I'm going to say that. I'm going to go for the European field. Great football today, evening, everyone, says Kevin Galvin. How are you, Kev? Thank you for popping in. They were stupid acting as they did. They should have left it alone. We had we had been through the pain. The only way was up, says Mr. White. Harvey Barnes winning me some divs today. Love that. Really rate Harvey Barnes. You know that? I really do. Two people are in the waiting room. We'll see how this pans out. Uh, MDJ, they had no option. Had to steady the ship. And they've locked it down too much, but that will ease up on time. I suppose this puts them in a stage where they can gradually kind of just, you know, open up things over time. And like bid zones or offer zones and stuff. So yeah, it's a good place to go from. 
Tony Pepperoni, love the name. When do you think they start increasing the 1p below price for the offer zone? And by doing this slowly and gradually, will this close the spread? Well, look, here's the thing as well. You need to remember, guys, the more stable this market looks, there's a lot of marketing going on at the minute. There's going to be a lot of people coming into the market, a lot of money coming into the market, one would imagine. And that should maybe equalize with the amount of money people are able to pull out, I would imagine. I'm talking very fast, and I don't have the same accent as most of you, so I need to slow it down. I do, don't I? Um, no one said that to me. Joe Briggs. Is that Briggsy from FI? The strongest man in the office? If it is, let me know. Mr. Simo. Tiago will help get the ball to Trent more now. He's controlling the game for Liverpool. Two in the li two guys in the waiting room. I'll get to you in just two minutes. I think Barnes looks a good hold. So much potential. I actually couldn't bring myself to buy him an FI. Or I didn't even look. I don't know why I didn't. I don't think I had a cash balance. But what I did buy was a few football stickers of him of his rookie year. Because that's something I'm getting into. Is it probably sort of cottoned on to after watching the last few streams and stuff but we'll not talk about that today but if you want to ask me about it dm me it's not like there's commission on it it's just buying things off ebay but i find it quite interesting saucer yeah i've replied to you sir duncan butler hair looking real trim do you know what i went to here here's a story for you and then we'll get to some guests so i went to this uh so i've been going to this barber for a while right you know when you get quite attached to a barber and you kind of just get used to him cutting your hair and he knows you don't even have to send him when you go in he just does it and you're kind of like like this is great been going into this guy for a while i hope he's not watching daryl if you are you're a great barber but he's given up on the barbering and he told me to go to his mate musa now this isn't me being is this me being a bit insensitive it's not i'm always a bit wary of the turkish barbers around cork there's a lot of them there's literally turkish barbers in every corner and it's just you don't know what you get it's like a lucky dip you'll go into one and he'll be fucking flamethrowing your ears do you know, they'll be going up your nose, you'll be doing this, you'll be doing that, and you'll come out and you'll look like your eyebrows are waxed. Do you know? You're getting a prop, you're getting every hair in your body's cut. And then you go in another one, he gives you like the freshest fade you've ever seen, your hair looks amazing. You go in another one, you just don't know what you get. It's but it's the same with all barbers. It really is the same with all barbers. They're all either Turkish or hipster now, aren't they? Anyway, maybe that's just where I'm from. Went to Musa. Musa's the man. Musa cut my hair and he did a great job, right? Did a really good job. But Here's what Musa did, and I don't know if I like it, you'll need to tell me. And then we'll get into Football Index, I promise. So, I'm one of these weirdos, I'm like a werewolf, right? My hair just like, I, I, I'm not worried about a receding hairline. What's the opposite of receding, preceding, proceeding? My hairline would be like my eyebrows. My eyebrows is like where my hairline starts, right? But this guy, he shaved me lines. So he actually like took hair off to give me a square. Don't know how I feel about it. Anyway, let me know what you think in the comments. Right, I think it's time to talk to someone. Thanks for Noir X, he's in the comments there. Getting used to fucking throw me likes. I like that. I like that. Thank you, sir. Danny Walton, Ross FI, thanks for the questions. But it's time for me to take a guest. Let's admit a couple of people. God knows how this audio is going to be, guys, so just, you know how this goes. Mark McLaughlin, can you hear me, sir? Right, I think it's time to talk to someone. Yeah, Mark thanks, McLaughlin, sir. how are you, sir? Oh, I'm here myself. I was wondering why you talk like me. Mark, are you listening to me on your laptop? Because you need to mute it. I think there's like an echo. Okay, I've muted Mark. I think he's having audio issues. We'll see how this one pans out. Mark, basically I was talking and hearing myself. I actually said hello to you and then thought you were saying hello back to me and then said hello to myself again and then it said hello to me and that's when I realised. So Mark, I have you muted. You can unmute yourself whenever you're ready to have a chat. 
Other than that, I've seen Wire X4 is in the house. I'll wait till someone talks to me. Anyway. John. Hello. Is someone talking hello, to me? John, can you hear me? Mark, I can hear you, sir. Good man, yourself. Brilliant, Mark. Let me doing? see. Are you able to talk either louder or like, here, tell you what you do, right? We're live. Is that better? It doesn't matter. See if you go into Zoom. Are you on a computer? Are you on your laptop? You've got me on my phone because I couldn't, I couldn't get it through the laptop. Ah, that's I've got perfect. a headset and everything connected to the laptop, but you invited me through the phone. <laughs> you're laughing. Honestly, you're perfect now. Mark, look, it's nice to talk to someone with the same accent as me. How are you getting on? I'm not too bad, John. How are you doing yourself? I'm brilliant. Look, thanks for taking the plunge and coming on live. It's a, it's a bit strange, I suppose. Have you ever done anything like this before? Not not for this. No, this is definitely a, a first-time experience. You know, and I'm, I'm delighted to get on after after last week. Um, I definitely wanted to speak to you because you brought me so much reassurance. Oh, cheers. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Were you... So t- tell us how your week has transpired, in particular last Sunday night, I suppose. Well, it, it's been definitely a mixed bag. You know, I mm. think when we seen the market kind of crash last week... And that's, in my opinion, what happened. It, it crashed, you know, across the board. Um, it was a very scary time. Mm. Um, and I'd never actually watched any of your stuff before. You and... bastard. Sorry, <laughs> but I liked you. I liked you. I've heard all your comments about liking you and all that and subscribing, so I've done that. Um, but no, I, I genuinely found that the, the podcast or the YouTube video to be very reassuring. You had guys like Zen on talking common sense. Mm. And I think that brought a bit of stability that maybe couldn't be given by AFI and themselves directly, but it was definitely needed, I think, uh, for those kind of independent people to voice their opinion um, mm. in such a strong way that actually it's not going tits up. Aye. You know, this is just uh, the introduction of a new mechanism that is quite frightening. Mm. We expect changes, but it's okay. Um yeah, and then I think FA FI themselves went too extreme in how they counteracted it, uh, what was happening to the market. You know. Yeah. Do you, Do you think they went too far? I, I do. You know, I think uh, there's a great guy on Twitter, um, FI. I think it's Marketplace. And he always referred to the ME as the gridlock engine. Is it, oh, it's Mister Mister Market FI. I think I recorded a podcast with him a week or two ago. No, a month or two ago. He's a very happy man. He's an Everton fan. <laughs> yes, he actually tweeted me that earlier on. Yeah. Said he's an Everton fan. Um, but it, it it feels like we've gone back to that kind of gridlock. You know, prices aren't going down, but you know in your head yourself. I made a buy earlier today, um, and I thought, you know what, this player, uh, they they've lost a game winning goal, they will go down in price, and the price just stayed level. Mm. And to me, that was very unnatural. I know what you're saying. You you almost feel like. You kind of you were expecting the drop. The drop would have been fair, but it was almost like no one could make the drop happen. Yeah, and and then I was stuck with this choice: do I hold or do I offload at a ridiculous spread? Whereas mm. possibly there would have been someone in there who would have bought it in between, but that option was completely taken away. We undercut other buyers in the market. Yeah, it's a very strange one because I mean, part of me is like. It's, it's something I'm really struggling with, and I've already touched on it maybe in the first five or ten minutes of this video. It was that kind of like, they had to do something. You have to applaud them for doing something. They couldn't have yes. left it. But then, 
the other side of it is, and I seen it was literally the the night that the the announcement happened. Someone said it was like cracking a walnut with a sledgehammer. It just seemed a little bit too harsh, and I wonder. I I don't get the end game. Maybe someone smarter than me gets the end game. Maybe something Nasdaq does will change all this. But as far as I'm aware now, that's just tech. I don't know how that the, changes the actual system. I think I think this is a great point. You know what 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 is Nasdaq going to offer that we don't already have? Mm. What what are they going to bring to the table? Yes, we know they obviously operate massive market global scale, but realistically, the only difference is that I can see them bringing in is the likes of circuit breakers that have been, you know, it, it's been common phrase in the last week or so on FI, where the, the market generally slows down or shuts down. Mm. They FI themselves have created the tools uh, for their market. What, mm. what difference, as I say, what, what difference will actually NASDAQ make? NASDAQ should um, just really make things faster and smoother. How will they affect the actual metrics and things that make the market move, I suppose? Ah, it's it a is, tough one. I, 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 see, see, the thing is, though, I, I think we've, we've progressively moved on. I, I think FI, it's, it's so great because, you know, that was last week's problem. We have this week's problem, and this week's problem is, the, the Trent Alexander-Arnold debate versus Robertson, I think that in itself is a very fascinating dictomy of, of the marketplace at the moment where you have two players in the same team pl- occupying the same position, but one is priced at you know, £8.50 and one's priced at £1.70. Mm. And we are we are seeing this, um, I suppose, uh, in, in terms of the context of it, do they provide the, the same level of PB at the moment? Mm. Um, I think that that is for where we are now, and that shows I think how much things have moved on in the last week. Uh, is probably a more um, relevant conversation for this evening. Yeah, I think on that point, right, the Andy Robertson, I'm just looking him up here, he's 26, what age is Trent? I'm trying to work out because that's like twenty one, I think. Yeah, when we, when when I have this conversation, right? What what I like to look at it as is almost the PB is very fair. I almost would have expected the comparative value to have went Robertson more towards Trent, not Trent to have come back towards Robertson in any way. Do you know? I almost felt like Trent was fairly priced at best, fairly priced or at worst, fairly priced, probably significantly underpriced. That's my opinion. Uh, based just on team of the month. PB, historic PB, his age, his nationality, major tournaments in the next couple of years, all that shit. I feel like the yield on offer on Trent at a tenor was more than fair. I would have expected Robertson's projected yield to have sort of been a percentage yield to 140, 150. People would have looked at him and he would have went to 253 quid or whatever. I didn't think Trent would have came back, do you know? So when people are making this comparison, I think it's people are often making this comparison and it's like, oh, you're just being a dick trying to add panic to Trent donors. When I think it should almost be flipped on its head and be like, fuck yeah, let's com- let's compare these and let's bring <laughs> let's bring Trent up, or Robertson up. Do you but know what I'm saying? You made some two, two fantastic points there which are, are probably underplayed and that is um, international tournaments, like let's face it, Scotland, England, there's no comparison. Yeah. And team of the month, um, as long as Trent retains responsibility for the key set pieces, then mm. he overshadows him. It's it's a tough one, like because I know it's it's those free kicks from kind of really sort of dangerous positions historically for Liverpool, kind of out in the wings, and you know even just you know the kind of standard floater into big VVD. 
and you know they they kind of classically they like the outswinging corner don't they yeah i haven't watched their free kicks i'm not going to pretend i'm a, a liverpool guru but like i'd be interested <laughs> to see what percentage trent's taken now compared to six months ago and how much it's actually changed can um, i can i jump in on this one guys do no, this being is a massive for massive massive liverpool fan um <laughs> yeah i mean Trent's got the, the the shot free kicks, um, whereas Robertson doesn't take any of those. So that that makes a move. You've also got the fact that Trent's twenty one and Robertson's twenty six. The England factor. We know how much the index loves youth um, over over everything else. That that drives some real hype, which is probably why Trent's trading up. Um, Robertson's PB last year wasn't as good as Trent's, but that seems to be closing in so far this season. If that trend continues, I imagine they'll probably meet somewhere in the middle with um, Trent coming down and Robertson pushing up. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's lots of little micro factors that play into it with those two. There's a lot to it, isn't there? And the thing is, like the, the nationality is obviously a huge factor, but then how much media has Trent historically won? Do you know, other than when he does fucking crazy things like the quick corner like i don't know all his little moments and crazy balls he, he crawl like just he's so good across the ball and you, like the highlight rate for that and when he does it he gets a bit of hype but it's only the goal scorer that steals the headlines and wins the media um it's a really interesting topic have either of you got anything else on that yeah it's, it's i mean it's also things like um he, he's going to be a future Liverpool captain. Hopefully he's a local lad, so that helps bump his media or, or his perceived media up in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Um, whereas Robertson, there's just not really a lot of media about him, really. The, the the main thing he's going to get media for is when he does one of these cheeky, uh, stupid mistakes, which gets him a yellow card because he like <laughs> steps on somebody or uh, <laughs> runs into somebody arbitrarily off the ball. Yeah. Yeah, no... He's a dirty bastard, isn't he? He's like the traditional shithouse. <laughs> Let's see. I would just uh, before I sign off there, I think one big difference, which we still haven't factored in for Trent, will be the revamped media. You know, mm. he has a, a very complex name for AFI, and he has initials. Um, and if they begin to actually give him points on a media basis for that, uh, for his scores, then we, we may see his price begin to rocket but we'll see what way they actually release the data on that that that's fair as is on-pitch performances dictating the media a bit more than they currently do you know he's a, he's a standout performer and the, the the revamp media should really benefit him do you know trent a lot of people just say alexander arnold the trent alexander arnold that takes up a lot of space in a headline like um so yeah no that's fair or would taa even get it i don't know if initials will but jesus imagine they did mark um you say are you going to shoot on mark or do you want to hang around no pressure also by the way i can see mark but you can't hello you handsome devil also uh we've got 69 people watching take from that what you will um mark you might have been waving goodbye or you might have been just giving me a little wave so i could see you i don't know i assume you're going maybe not you can stay around if you want to stay around. If you're leaving, you're leaving. Jay Hall, are you in the house? I am, yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you, sir? And Noir X, I'm not kind of going over you. It's just that you've already said hello. So we'll Don't say hello worry. to Jay, and then we can all kind of have a big threesome. No, nope, didn't mean that. You know what I mean. Jay, what's crack? I don't know what's going on. I can't. I'm trying to sort my sound out. Can You, you can hear me all right? We can hear you perfect. Great. Yeah, on that trend thing, I did some stats last week, actually, on the trend. Oh, brilliant. And, um, 
yeah, scores have definitely come down since the end of uh, since the lockdown. But I think some people thought that was probably to do with Liverpool winning the league. Um, obviously, he's lost those set pieces as well to Robertson. So, um, yeah, but I agree with what you said about the fact that maybe Robertson just needs to come up. Yeah, because like I think at the minute. Now, even if Trent isn't winning just as much PB as he did last season, no. you know, later in the season, congested fixtures, Champions League internationals, there will be games where Nico Williams comes on, there will be games whoever that new left back they've signed comes on and Robertson gets a break. Let's like, I'm praying Robertson get, gets injured. Uh, he's not my FPL team. He's not in my portfolio. Do you know, sorry guys and sorry Andy if you're watching, but would not be a godsend. But there's so many different things that can kind of take out that competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I but agree. I mean. If imagine Trent broke his leg, Robertson's price. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. Like he'd he jumped to three three quid easy. Yeah. Easy, I would say. Jay, any other crack with you? How's your week been on FI? Um, it's been mixed really. I would say good yeah. good week. Obviously, this weekend there's been a lot of goals going in and IPD and whatnot. It's obscene, isn't uh, it? The amount of goals there's been. What's this? It's obscene. The just sheer amount of goals, like. Yeah, it is. It's getting tricky to sell and recycle, though, isn't it? And it's coming to the end of the promo, and people, I think, are a little bit twitchy about buying in, and mm-hmm. so it's get. It's been a tricky Sunday, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been brilliant. It's been a great promo. There's a question on that actually. Someone asked something about Sun. Any discussion? It's the councillor who said hello uh, earlier. Hello, the councillor. Any discussion on Sun and Kane divs? How much of Sun's price will fall in the morning? Um, Noir X, if you want to come in on this as well, both of you just chat away, unmute yourselves, and we'll go for it. I didn't. I've been busy all day, to be honest with you. I was out walking the dog, went to a nice little market, would you believe? But I did see that Sun scored four. Um, yeah. How has this affected his price? I'll maybe pull it up. Can I do that? He went up about a quid earlier today, I think it was something like some one pound, one pound fifteen, yeah, somewhere around that mark. Um, in you know, every time he scored a goal, it jumped by another like twenty p or so. Um, yeah. as people were watching it pile on, I got in at I think it was three goals and bought a few. Um, the problem we've got with this is it's going to be the. I'm hoping everyone's just going to sit on him till the end of the month because at the moment, if you look at it in the grand scheme of things. If you got on at the right time, you've got the in-play dividends, you've got the PB. Um, I'm not sure if he's still star man today, but he, he's got to be pretty close. So he might have the PB and star man today. Yeah. The month, he'll be in for a shot for some dividends from that. We're putting a score like that on the board today, and he's got a couple more games at the end of the month. And you might get some more in-play dividends over the next few days. We've got to get away from this boom and bust cycle that we're in at the moment which is just I, I get it when it's like a 50p player and they score two goals and you're like right make the quick 20p and flip them and get out but when it's somebody of, of quality that the index has got a degree of confidence in we should be buying in taking this lovely christmas present we've been given by fi and then just riding that through instead of like fire sailing him as soon as it hits midnight or 8am whichever one you take the pick for and we just burn each other and it also throws anyone who's new to the market through a blitz because they just don't understand why everyone suddenly um, tanks um, through the floor um, when they've had such a great performance. It, it confuses new traders, it puts them off and that you know reduces the long-time money in the market. 
it's it's for, he's actually not on top of media anymore. Sadio Mane stole that from him. Isn't that heartbreaking for him? But I, I get what you're saying about this. Kind of, it's just these five times IPDs. It'll be very interesting to see how significant rises actually are. Post, I think I sold IPD. mine about two, two ninety five something like that. What is so, you- I just I could I was thinking is does he end up around two fifty something like that? I don't know. I think he. I think I don't think he, he's obviously not going to lose all of the price. Yeah. Um, How much, but, like, but it, take, it would be hard in this in today's market to even move it. Yeah, because you know? of the penny. Yeah. So, like, I wonder how much you go down to. What, like, would two fifty be? Like, what do I expect that buy price? What do you expect the buy price to be in twenty four hours? <laughs> Fuck, it's a hard question. Well, that depends how much people can be bothered to list them, and that doesn't it? Yeah. Like, what 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 are their fixtures like coming up? If people bought today, will they hold for? A bit more in the IPD window. I suppose it depends. A decent price, though, hasn't he, Son? He's never been that expensive. You know, he's never been. You've never looked at Son and gone, Son is a lot. I think it could be that the media might help him as well when they change the naming system and stuff. Now, although he's not exactly, he's not English, like so, it's not gonna, it's not gonna. No. The media don't exactly love him, but as much as Koreans do, apparently, if you watched uh, Tottenham. All or is it all or nothing? Or Tottenham? It's not Tottenham until I die. That's the Sunderland one. You know that Tottenham thing? Uh, yeah, they love him over there. He's like a proper celebrity. Apparently, like, who was it telling me this recently? Literally, you know, whenever um, Spurs are playing someone, if you're in Korea and you're watching it on TV, it just has, like, it would say, like, CHE for Chelsea and Tottenham. It doesn't say TOT or Spurs or anything. It just has a picture of his face. <laughs> Apparently, that's how famous he is. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, I don't know what he'd be realistically worth. I mean, a lot of people, I think it depends. If people were buying him at 190, they might be more inclined to say, fuck it, sure, if I lose 40p, it doesn't matter. But if someone jumped in at 290, they're, they're getting out tomorrow, like, you'd imagine. This, this is the thing. I, I Personally, I will hold him because I think there's there's money there to be had through this month. Um, I got in somewhere around the £2.60 mark or something. Um, I expect he'll probably drop down somewhere around the 250, 240 mark if yeah, the previous right. cycles have been anything to go by. But it's it's all about that. How do you perceive a trade? You know, am I going to be bothered if I'm like 10p a share down him tomorrow when I've just picked up that many dividends and he might bag a few goals next week? Not particularly. Um, the, something that Newcastle at home next week as well. Exactly that. You know, and the other thing. We've talked a bit about media and names. Um, For anyone that's new to the index, the index media system is very sensitive to names and hyphens and spacing um, and short abbreviations. So, for example, Mohamed Salah uh, was only picking up any media for him as Mohamed Salah back in the day. They changed that to Mo Salah and suddenly he rocketed up the media for like six months. Um, so I d- we don't know exactly where Trent Alexander-Arnold or Sun Hui Min, these sort of players, are in that media naming convention. But I know there's some certain people in the index who are very hot on those and, and hound FI about things being not picked up. Um, but that's why people like Neymar sometimes carry a bit of a premium, just because the single name is impossible for the media to be missed. Does that take away the kind of, as, as they're trying to get rid of this United bias, does it almost take away the single name bias? Like, will Neymar drop based off that? Or do you, th- that's that's a hard question as well, I suppose, because Neymar's already dropped significantly, maybe more than he should have. Um, 
well I'm a bit biased because I have quite a few of them but mm. do you know I, I thought I was getting a steal I bought them when I, I, I most of mine were bought months ago actually in around 850 but I thought I was stealing them even buying them at a tenner to be honest with you turns out I was wrong <laughs> do you, well his sort of influence with the single name a lot of people ban him for the IPDs sorry say that again a lot of people recently banned for the IPDs and then of course we know what happened last Sunday uh, how long's he out for is it three games I think he's back next he's back 27th he's back Nine quid for me, now lads and ladies in the comments, fucking lambast me. I think nine quid for Neymar at twenty-eight years old is is. I think that's great value. Now, disclaimer: this is like the literal, like the best thing you can ever do on a pump. You can literally show people what you hold. I've like two hundred and fifty of them, so like there you are. I'm pumping them, but I really do. I hold them for a reason. I think. Do you remember there was that run where he just put in like six consecutive two forty scores or something? Yeah, I mean, he's got the benefit of being in a, a you know pony league, doesn't he? And he's obviously a talented player. So, but you know, PSG are exactly firing on all cylinders at the moment. So it's going to be interesting to see how they um, play out this season if they keep on this form. I think, but you see, they've been all over the place in terms of first team because COVID yeah. suspensions and whatever, and they won three 0 against Nice there. So I don't I think know. It's a right time to buy Neymar, isn't it? He's been banned for ages. You know, he's not. That the team's struggling. If you're going to get on, I would get on now. I think it's yeah. He's not going to be lower in a month or so's time, is he? Realistically, I think one of the things that one of the things that I started doing differently now, I think, is I'm really looking towards these players that I know are going to return dividends week in, you know, week out. Because if you the the is as a percentage now is so high that it it kind of it rules out taking too many risky trades for me. So mm. I'm moving money into Neymar at the moment. That's what I'm doing, and I, co- I completely agree with you, John. Like everything you've said, I I can't yeah. see, I can't see if you transform last season divs into this season divs. You're looking about three fifty four quid in divs <laughs> for her. Yeah. You know, nine pound player, which is mad. Now, there's obviously risks with him. Sorry, Mark, sorry, you're quite low there again. Guys. Are you able to turn yourself? Can you hear up? me? Yeah, I keep talking over you, and I think other people do because we can't really hear you. You're very low. I'm trying to keep my phone slightly away from me. Um, no, like stick it in your we, mouth. We, 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 we see Neymar through the uh, Champions League knockout stages where he was missing chances, which he normally would have put away. And you think if he put those away, he would have been cleaning up PB every yeah. week. And UEFA uh, have already said at some point, once the TV contract renewals end, they they may look toward this one uh, stage knockout, which as fans we love. But for FI terms, we know once they go to those knockouts, it's gold days. And you want your PSGs, your Barcelona, your Real Madrid's. And if Neymar's at PSG, then he's in a chance for those gold days with only maybe one or two games to be played. You know, so there, there's a fantastic chance of returns there just in those games alone. Yep. So it's, again, not about the, the short-sightedness of he's had a red card. It's two, three years down the line. What way will football develop? What way will football index develop? Yeah, that, that's interesting. 
time will tell on the Neymar one. I feel like we're pumping the shit out of him, guys, and I'm always wary of that. But <laughs> Sorry, I think no, 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 fair play. He is like it's one of those like and people who listen to the football index. Well, I think it's a, it's a fair, it's a fair point, John. You know, if 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 going forward, users are going to purely set these prices, um, and the IS price is going to be solely set basically by bids. You. You have to, I think what you said about Trent as well was fair. I think that was a reason for the drop is that there's more, there is more risk involved now. Mm. You know, so you have to, you have to think more seriously about the risk. I think, I think you have to think more seriously about that risk reward. Oh, well. And having players that consistently return dividends throughout the entirety of the index has to be something that I, it's something I'm taking seriously. Well, like, I, like, I've got this up on the screen because I have no problem sharing this stuff to people watching. I mean, I don't, I've never claimed to be the best trader in the world and I never will. Um, even though I tell you all what to do, I'm pretty shy at it. <laughs> so I've got my recent, like this is last purchased up here now. And a lot of them had reasons. And up before Mbappe, I think, was pre-last um, Sunday. And then I kind of said, look, I want to. I had a bit of a cash balance. Said I want to put it where it's safe in Mbappe. Whenever all the shit was hitting the fan, Bright Holland, I liked him, so I put a bit more in. Now the Dean Henderson one, like again, I I go for risky things. You know, we all have hunches. We all have little things we like the look of. We all fucking do it. And you know, mm. it's very easy for people who are on Twitter and make content or make blogs or make other podcasts, YouTube, whatever. Do you know, we can all act like we're fucking gurus, but I'm not going to do that to you. It's like. I buy Dean Henderson's at 86p because I think there could be a bit of media attention over him and De Gea and De Gea's a howler and Dean comes in and one media wins 10% and his spread was huge. Fuck it, I'll buy it. Do you know, Cornet was a fucking... Again, it's this risk thing you're talking about, Jay. Do you know, back in the day, I buy Cornet at 124 and he doesn't do much for a gamer to thinking maybe Depay will be not playing, maybe this will be happening, do you know, the transfers come on, blah, 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 blah. It was like last year, whenever Depay got injured, I think Cornet shot up, so I was thinking maybe something happens to him if Depay leaves, whatever. And he's just dropped massively on me. Do you know, about 124 value now at 99, that's the mid-price, I think. Do yeah. You know, that's one. I've got them listed there. If anyone wants to give me 115 for him, okay, I'll cash out. But otherwise, like I'm not eating that spread. Ricardo Pereira, a bit of an injury trade. I just said 300 of him at 117. Yes, please. And then Bellingham, I really think he, I, I just think he's been brilliant. Um, Could have been better maybe in some parts of his play, but I think he's been very good. And I'm surprised at how much he's actually involved with Dortmund. I really am. I thought he would have been bled in a bit more. He's really playing yeah. a lot of their preseason. And when I see yeah. him starting, I said, look, fuck looking it. At your, looking at your portfolio, John, I have to ask, um, Tell tell me about what you see in Haaland because I I saw him like when he he's banging in those goals and he suddenly got the um, he was making his game at Dortmund where he'd been there like seven or six eight games and I was like oh this guy sounds like amazing mm. bought bought into him bought like two hundred shares in him and then watched the PB and went oh god he's a number nine isn't he he's just not he's never going to hit that PB peak and the MB died down as soon as he's sort of stuck at um, Dortmund. Um, so what, so what do I see? Yeah, what's what's the sort of... What's the logic? I like this. I like this because this is what we should do actually on Sundays. We should really go into specific players a good bit. Um, so what do I see in Haaland? I see a 20-year-old who is, on for me, and this, like, 
this is a really it's either him or Mbappe is the best like young goal scorer on the planet at the minute. And what I see is a twenty year old Lewandowski who can go and bang in thirty plus goals in the fucking Bundesliga for the next 10, 15 years. That's what I hope. His nationality is a bit shit, unfortunately, but there'll always be those United links with Ole there unless he leaves. Ole, Ole. Um, I like the Lewandowski analogy. I think it's a good. It's kind of like look. I don't think his his PB is good, but. Son's PB mightn't be particularly good, but when he bangs in four goals, it is. Yeah. And that's why I think he'll pick it up. And I think whenever they fuck about and change this media, I think there's... I think Borussia Dortmund are a selling club. He's going to stay there for a year or two, and they're going to sell him for 100 million plus. That's what I think yeah. will happen. And I think uh, if we're looking at this as a three-year hold, I think he goes to a proper, proper big club. Let's just pray it's in the Premier League. I think he could be... And look, here's the other thing. People come on to Football Index and they're all, what's my football knowledge worth? Oh, I know of Erling Braut Haaland. No one else knows about him. And they think they're being all clever buying this 20-year-old striker. Do you know? I, I, that That's the reasoning. But I do get what you're saying. Yeah, it, I, I think he's got a release clause of 60-odd million as well, which might drive more interest from the uh, Prem in it because he's obviously got a lower <laughs> release clause. Take back the hundred million comment, but point stands. Um, There's already rumours of him going to Bayern Munich at some point, and you know if he goes there, he's just going to clean up. Well, that's it as well. You'd be a bit yeah. gutted that he isn't going to United, but at the same time, if you're getting a Lewandowski who's ten years younger, fucking wonderful. Yeah, Lewandowski would have been a bargain at eight quid at this time of his career. Mm. Ross F.I. says Haaland's going to be one of the best in the world. Glenn says, I agree, Haaland will be one of the best strikers in the world-class player. I don't know what's true about Mr. White. Oh, the problem is a huge percentage of the index don't understand risk v. reward and how it changes the index have made such an impact. That's a different yeah. topic again. But, yeah, it is, yeah. But um, fair point. Display reckons Haaland is a hype job, and that's why Football Index is so beautiful, because we have so many different opinions, and there's so many different <laughs> ways to fucking trade it, isn't there? Um <laughs> And it's, it's back to what you, you value as well, isn't it? Because it's mm. like, you know, me, it's all about the PB, which is why I backed out of Haaland because he, I, he wasn't giving me the PB, which is what I crave. But mm. other people look at that sort of longer term, what kind of player is he going to be? I'm going to invest in that from the, the youth side of things or people are in there for the IPDs and just want to look for a 50p player that bags two goals and instantly buy him at the fastest finger first kind of territory. Mm. What do you make of Andre Silva? I bought just 150 or something yesterday when I seen he scored a goal. Now, albeit I'm probably at a loss on him, I bought in the midst of fucking IPDs and whatever. I kind of figured, look, I'll get at least 10p here, whatever, and I'll just hold him. Because if you actually, look, whip up flash score, maybe I can do it for people watching and type them in. And maybe this is me without minimal research now, so I'm not trying to be a guru. This was a bit of a punty one. But if you look him up, playing at Portugal, right? Out at Frankfurt. Look at how many fucking goals a man's scoring. Yeah, he's alright. He's scoring all the time and he's scoring at an international level. 24, do you know? Yeah. He's just cheap because he flopped at Milan, isn't it? That's it. Um, where, where is he Where is he now? Because he was at Sevilla for a bit, wasn't he? Is, is he at Frankfurt. He's at Frankfurt now. I don't know, it depends how he plays out in that... Um, German league because I thought he was all right. He, he did do quite well on the PB front when he was at Milan, but then he sort of went quiet when he was at Sevilla. Um, so if he's in a, yet another league again, you just got to give him a few games to see how he plays out. Really, yeah. I've to be, I've just been impressed with his goal scoring record at this club now. Albeit a couple of them were maybe friendlies. One of them was Paderborn back in June. Um, but I don't know. Look, we we'll see how this he one pans out for the club that 
Uh, Jovic played for. I think Jovic played for Frankfurt, did he? Jovic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was quite a good PB hold until he moved to Real Madrid, but he, he seemed to do... I think uh, he's solid, yeah. I've got solid. Bit of an IPD guy. Look, we'll see how that one pans out. Um, Ross says here, can we ask opinions on a few players you want to steer away from those questions? That could be a nice wee tangent to go down. If anyone wants any opinions on players, comment it. And if you, you agree with the person, second their comment. Um, do that for us. Um, other than that, lads, here, tell me tell me this. Is There's no one in the waiting room. Guys, stop being shite bags, will yous? We're here having a chat. We're nice guys. There's no pressure. Come and tell me about the bagel yet this morning. I really don't care. Ask me for a, an invite and I'll send you it in Zoom. Or I'll send you it on Twitter. Or if you're somewhere else, wonderful. I'll pop up the face cam here and see if I have any invites or any DMs over on Twitter. But, um, yeah. Any other crack for me? Watch out for... This guy, Glenn, says watch out for Podence. Podence? Uh, he's annoyed that he hasn't been IPO'd. I mean, that's another thing. We've got a lot of IPOs coming. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking IPOs coming. And then that's that's another hard thing for the market, isn't it? That's a hard yeah. thing. Um, but then again, do you think... That's a good topic. Do you think there'll be a lot of money pulled out uh, like historically there has been for these IPOs given their different type of metric? and or you not, not I mean, I'm, I'm saving up a bit now, I've got to be honest, for, for the IPOs. I might start doing the same. Yeah. But the money's got to come out of the IPD, I think. I mean, I don't want to talk down IPD because it's still you still get two p a goal. But I think some of the money's got to come out of the IPD, and maybe that gets banked for the IPOs. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing personally, anyway. See, see, IPOs. I think you just got to be so careful with them. I mean, I, I've. I've been back in the day when it was um, they only had 100 players on the index and they used to IPO people every week, which was people being promoted from the squad in. Yeah. And honestly, you just can't buy fast enough. Like you're hammering it away. You think you're quick. I don't know if it's somebody's got like a hyper broadband speed internet and that that's where they're getting it in. But I just can't seem to hit the button fast enough to get in early enough. And so I just avoid them like the plague these days. I think they were talking about a kind of a kind of top. Is it? Do you know? Does anyone know what the new system's going to be? I heard it was going to be like a from the top, so like an auction or something. Yeah. So you'll, yeah. you'll put your prices in first, and then it'll sell the players down. Yeah. Sorry, did someone and cut off there? Everything. It depends who the IPO. You know, if it's Rainer, then of course there's going to be a lot of interest. But if it's dual blogs from the second division who's just been promoted to the first division of French football, there, there may not be much interest. Yeah, fair. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, tell me, tell us actually this. Each of you is, give me one person, Mark. Again, you are quite quiet. I don't know if you can change the Zoom settings or turn your audio up, but uh, maybe it's just me. But we'll go through each of you one at a time. If you had to have one player, if you could have a 100 of one player IPO'd at their base price, who would it be? Who Who's the most exciting IPO for you? Frimpong for Celtic, and that's just because I'm a Celtic fan and I'm biased. Frimpong for Celtic, that's a that's a left field one. Okay, I'm gonna write that down, and I'm gonna try and get in ahead of you. Jay, who would you have? Um, let me have a think about that. I'll come back to you in a sec. Oof, the boys don't want to give away their the one that's in their head. They have to think of one that sounds like it's a convincing argument, but it's not but actually the one. I want to give an interesting one. I'll give you an interesting. <laughs> okay, Noir X, have you got any? 
uh, I, I don't even know who's not on the index these days. It's just, yeah. it's so hit and miss of who's on and who isn't. Um, I mean, everyone's going to be going for Rainer, aren't they? That's I kind of fancy Makoko, who's out there at Borussia Dortmund as well. Who's that? Makoko, I think you call him. Oh, yeah, of course. Wow, yeah, he'll be big, won't he? Yeah, I kind of, if I had to just be given a hundred of them and forget about it, he's like 16 yeah, or something, isn't he? Yeah. 15, dear yeah. God. Yeah, like, look at that. Film. I wonder when he's going to be IPO, though, because of his age. I'm not sure. Although I guess they, they have IPO'd 16 year olds before. Yeah. But, like, look, look at this. Sorry. Jeez, uh, St. Pauli lost him. Anyway, Dortmund under 19s, 14 games, 34 goals last season. This season, he's played one game so far and got a hat trick. It's like, fuck off. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's obscene at 15 years of age, like, and playing with under 19s. Um, that 15 year old striker from Dortmund yet yeah, Rob Riz agrees so who else let me see is there anyone here to talk about I, uh, I'm going to have to um, bail guys because I've got to go and look after my daughter because she's just woken up but enjoy the rest of the evening good man look thank time. you so much for joining us cheers guys see you soon cheers bye bye and again if anyone in the comments wants to jump on you know where I'm at slide into the DMs what the, about um, Hannibal guy at United oh, Hannibal Medgebury or I don't know Medgebury yeah he's a lot of people are getting excited about him. He's going to be a few quid, any at least. Yeah, a few United youngsters like that. Who? Well, he's probably the main one. But there's so many players who aren't on the index, aren't there? Definitely. Yeah, uh, there's quite a few. There's a lot these Brazilians as well that are coming through. That I'm hoping that they're going to be, you know, the new Neymar types. Yeah, there's um, been a few of them have went to Madrid recently and flopped. <laughs> Not yeah, necessarily yeah. flapped, but not hit the ground running. I suppose Vinicius and, and Rainer, but he's off to Dortmund now. That should do him the world of good. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they're still gonna they're still gonna fetch. You got that guy Teles Mano who was linked with Liverpool. Well, I thought he'd gone to Liverpool, but he's not apparently. Hmm. But I mean, he's going to be a couple of quid as well. I would imagine. The let me see in the comments. We asked for players, and people gave us players, and then we ignored them. So. <laughs> Who was it? Someone asked for someone said Harvey Barnes, Weatherall eleven. Harvey Barnes, we're talking about him now. I haven't seen today, but I just remember watching Match of the Day last week. He looked he looked like he was in all the right places at all the right times. And last season he did he did have a really good purple patch and he is young. He's one who's kinda he hasn't done enough to be sort of talked about for England really, has he? But mightn't be far off if he keeps up his form. But then again, I didn't see the game today. Maybe he literally had a fluky own goal that shouldn't have been anywhere near the net that he kind of half scored that was given to him. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Um, Ross, I, I, I don't watch less of that often. I've got to be honest. I don't really have a yeah. view. Yeah. I, I, again, that's the thing here. There's only two or three of us on. I think Mark's still here. If there's any of these that jump out, we'll chat about them, I suppose. Ross wants to know about Latoro Martinez. Is it Harvey, Bar- Harvey Barnes seems to be a bit like Dwight McNeil. He's a good player that just never seems to kick on for England. Yeah. But, but do you think it's still a lot to do with the teams they're at? Do they need to be in a top six team to get that recognition and respect? Well, I think if you see what happened to Jack Grealish, that, that question is, the answer to that question is obvious. Mm. Yeah. Dw- Dwight McNeil here. I, I was actually thinking of him last week. I, do you know, he's only 20 as well. Like, and. He really does have... I think he has really decent underlying stats in a sort of substandard team, really. Um, the mm. Latour Martinez question from Ross FI. Anyone, any comments on that? Brilliant. You don't have yeah, any. Brilliant player. I mean, I guess the problem is 
he's he doesn't take set pieces and he doesn't drop deep enough to you know rack up 30 to 40 passes a game mm. um to get a massive price i don't know but i do but then can you really say i mean Serie A's probably a more difficult league than the Bundesliga, a little bit more. Can you really say that he's that much behind Haaland? I don't know. Yeah, that much pace-wise? In terms of ability, I do. I really rate Martinez. I think he's a brilliant footballer. And he's got a fantastic mentality as well. He's a massive, like, massive character, charisma, flawless work rate and attitude. I mean, he's... There's mm. nothing wrong with him, but I don't own him on FI at the moment because I just I'm not sure what he's going to return. Well, like his last two him seasons at Inter, he's only scored six goals and then 14 goals. Do you know now he scored like seven in the last four games they've played, but they're all friendlies or are they Europa League? They're against shite teams, other than well, actually, no, sorry, one was against Shakhtar. But I think the, him and Lukaku kind of play off each other, they're, they're kind of the traditional number nines and. You know, if you're going to hold one, you're not going to hold the other in FI terms. Mm. That was an interesting point that was brought up last week, actually. Um, it was on one of the previous podcasts. I forget who even said it. Who the fuck's I talking to about that? Was it Noirex? Ah, God, I actually can't remember. That's how many people I'm talking <laughs> to recently. Someone was saying about maybe holding um, sort of players that sort of if one... Yeah, it was then he was saying he should maybe, like like say, the Cherky and Camavinga argument... He should probably hedge a bit more. Some people disagree with that. Some people think you should pick which one you think's best. But he was sort of saying maybe if he was unsure which one he's going to put his money in, he should go eighty yeah. twenty. Both, yeah. Um, or like if you want to cover Trent and but you're not sure, like let's say Nico Williams has more game time later in the season, or something happens, or Trent's pushing up by them both, sort of thing. That's a weird example, but it's just because he can't yeah, yeah. head. Good idea. I've often thought of that, but I've never done it. Yeah, I've never really done it. Um, guys this is actually do you know what you've got away with it it's been an hour and I think I've only told you to like and subscribe like once so do me a favour like and subscribe to the channel it actually helps massively like you see in terms of like if you go and type in football index to YouTube I think I'm like one of the top results at the minute two of the top results at the minute usually wow. the guys that actually make that happen it's not me at all and how that happens is you hitting subscribe now or hitting like um, or just keeping watching that helps too um, do me a favour it's not too late we've another half hour so I'm going to keep doing this let any of your friends in your little group chats know. Say, God, we're having such a fun time here, man. Um, or send me a message if you want to come on and have a chat with us. Any other players here? We'll skim over that one, Ross. We've already given you one, and I'm miles behind in the comments. Um, man and Coleman. Uh, they're interesting players. I'm not man sure where and Coleman? Who's yeah. Man? I'm not sure where they go. I mean, they were linked to... Uh, I've seen I've seen Coleman linked to Inter. Who's Man? Dennis Mann. Who the fuck is Dennis Mann? <laughs> He's um Should I know who this guy is? Yeah, you should know Dennis Mann. He's um on Romanian under twenty one. They're both Romanian under twenty ones. Dennis Mann. How do you D N N I suppose? Yeah, Dennis I Mann. mean he looks a, he looks quality player. I just I don't know where he's gonna go. I guess it's a it's a gamble on on where he ends up going because he will come to a, P, a PB league at some point. Has he been IPO'd? Uh, yeah, should be. It's just a case of you know, does he go to Portugal? Does he go to maybe he goes to Turkey? Maybe he goes to Russia? I don't know. Right, tell me what's wrong with this kid. Why is he fifty p? 
where well, he plays? Well, he, he's not in a PB league, so people are obviously unsure about where he's going to end up. Should I buy some at 50p? Am I being impulsive, Jay? Talk to me. Um, I mean, if you can get on the match engine, I wouldn't say it's a terrible buy. Fuck it. I'm impulsive. This is what you do to me on stream. What am I going to bid here? Let me see. We'll work this out. Because he, he should he should end up coming to... Um, I mean, even worse case, he goes somewhere like Sporting Lisbon or Galatasaray or something. You'll have European games, and then if he does if he does well, he'll get linked to yeah mm. Palace. Robert said, yeah, can't see that's happening now. No, but I mean at fifty p, if you if you believe in the index, then you're not mm. going to lose money there, are you? In a couple of years' time. There's so many comments of players, guys. Thank you so much. Bomb Gartner, he's one who I'd like to have um, IPO. Is he? He isn't IPO'd, is he? No. He's not. I knew he wasn't. Um, yeah, he needs to be stuck on. And, do you know, I had a couple of, kind of not, not scouts, but data guys. I think it was Martin Bala and Reese Chambers. I was going to be recording with them both and we were doing a bit of chat beforehand and he was the one player that they both picked as like player to watch. So I've always yeah, been, yeah. I've been interested in him since. Yeah, yeah, he looks, uh, he looks good. He looks good, young player. There's a lot of people messaging here, dear lord. Um, yeah, geez, they're really going at it. People, do you know what it is? I think it's a bunch of people wanting to get their pumps out. Do you know they want to get us talking to a player? Do you know? <laughs> to, to turn it off from pumps, I think uh, Dan Jackknife made a very good point there about the the marketing. And there was a Twitter user today. I think made a very good thread about the time lag between the marketing push and the user signing up. Yeah. Did any of you see that at all? No. Do you want to tell us about uh, it? Well, basically, he just said, like, they're, they're, you know, you, you do your initial marketing push, but you only see the advert so many times before you eventually buy into it. And at that point, that is the point you sign up. And it got me thinking about, about to me, my experience where I've seen many adverts for FI yeah. on Sky Sports, you know, all go on the stock market, buy a football player. I must have seen it maybe you know, two or three dozen times before actually I thought, let's actually look into this. Yeah, let's take a plunge. Um, but it was that kind of reinforcement that this just wasn't a one-off mm. stupid advert. You know, this was sustained on live TV with peak market. And it took, as I say, about two or three dozen attempts for me to, to succumb to it and I would be quite prone to gambling. So yeah. I think that's a good poster that uh, Jack Knives made about the marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how, how do we expect that time like actually to unfold in real life? You know, yes, AFI are obviously making a very clever ploy with their marketing. They're targeting good championship teams yeah. are clearly uh, um, visible on much of the day, Sky Sports with their, their sideline advertising. But actually, how long does that take to translate into <coughs> users uh, and users that are very active? Well, that, um, it's a very fair point because retargeting is a huge thing in advertising. And I think there's so many of us, like, I mean, if there's 76 people watching us now, there could be 50 people, I'd say, would have the same story. I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen it here. I've seen it on an ad. I've seen it on a pitch board. I've seen it wherever. I've seen it in a taxi. And I thought nothing. And then I seen it again and again and again. And that's literally down to... And that's a testament to FI's marketing. 
that they are retargeting people and they are hitting the same demographic time after time because it's the second the third the fourth the fifth the sixth time that you actually click in and have a sconce and it's once you're through the door the retention thing is another thing and as you say the amount of money that comes into the market and i think what's so bad about the past week's activity on the market is that you know i hope a lot of the marketing is still to come um and i think they haven't sort of bust their load <laughs> sort of burnt their load too quick or i put too much into that opening because we all know the first two weeks leading up to the season and the first week or two of the seasons where a lot of the hype comes but what i what i hate is the thought of all these new people coming onto the market doing what everyone says sticking their 50 quid in sticking their 100 quid in fucking mm. around buying players they want to see what the story is with and then waking up the next day and having fuck all left and then they wake up the next day and there's even less left and there's a bit more left and it's volatile and they're like what the fuck this makes no sense people told me to buy Trent people told me to buy this people told me to buy that and then they're like fuck that that's crazy and they're away and I wonder how many that like I wonder what the actual damage has been of last Sunday and I don't know if I'm being dramatic but I wonder yeah. like the word of mouth how that spreads do you know I don't know maybe I'm being a dick like but I'd be interested to know how Ask much you, it John, actually who, who was your first if you can remember who was your first buy in the index and why did you buy them it was someone really... I think it was actually like Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah because Liverpool were doing really well. I just... that That's why. Liverpool were doing really well. I think he was the top goal. It was like Salah's amazing year. Do you know? What about you? Uh, for myself, genuinely, I, I can't remember. I, <laughs> I've asked you the question and I can't remember myself. I just think I went down on a splurge and just bought people. But I, I think it's 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 quite interesting the way you frame that... that um, from 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 your perspective, from my own perspective, it was actually we went on FI first, and then got introduced to the community, mm. rather than maybe being the other way around. And I think actually, if people can get introduced to FI that way, and then the community afterwards, it actually will help stabilize those losses that you've just mentioned. Why are these people dropping? Whereas, if if you're maybe being referred on from a friend, I'll go on the FI and invest. You know. You put £50 in, but your stake will remain pretty level. And then you see a drop, then you're more likely to question your friend. Whereas if you've done that on your own creation, you know, you've went in and actually done that yourself. And then took the time to realize what's happened. You might be more inclined to stay on the platform. Mm -hmm. I suppose it depends on what way you're introduced. If it's, as I say, you've seen the advertising and went in yourself or maybe on a community base where you've been referred, it, it could be more... Dangerous, maybe isn't the word I want to use, but I suppose that's the the outcome that I come to, where it might be more dangerous. Where if you've been um, mis not misled, I know what you mean. I know I know what you're trying to say. Like, if someone sold you a dream and you're coming in, and in the first week or two, it's not that you'd be thinking, "Fuck this." Then again, if you signed up today and you went and looked at the top 100 or the the top 200, sorry, and the rises, you'd be going like, "Jesus Christ, these guys rise loads." Do you know? It would actually yeah. be quite misleading. I mean, look at the, the squad list. You'd be like, that guy's went up like 50% in a day. Like, it's yeah. it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. And it's very, I wouldn't like to be joining now. There's too much. I don't even know how to trade myself at the minute. Never mind someone who hasn't a year and a half's experience, do you know? Um, Ross, you're here, are you? I am. Hello. Hello, handsome. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. I've been sitting waiting in the wings. I just I, I don't want to cut in front or no, anything. Geez, it's your, your show. I just seen a, an interesting comment there. Someone asking about uh, FI's birthday. 
Oh, um, yeah, and, they, yeah. and they were saying Jinkness could, or someone said their 10% market cap gone from last Sunday, trying to predict it, question mark. Um, I think that might be a bit wishful thinking, but it might have played into some people's uh, reasoning. I don't know. I uh, wonder what you thought. Get the cash out, keep it in the balance or withdraw it and then deposit for a bonus. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, I mean, we definitely seen it last year, but I think there was some promotional material, if you remember, in the lead up to it. I don't know if it was a week before or if it was slightly longer in advance. Did anyone see... There was something. This is on topic, Ross. I'm not swerving. There was something came out yesterday on Twitter. There was something they shared a partnership with the Daily Mail or the Mail Online or something. Yeah, I saw that. And there was a twelve and a half percent deposit bonus to Mail users exclusively or something. Wow, I didn't see that. It said it was a twelve and a half percent cash bonus. Twelve and a half. Is anyone in the comments got that or can they? Do they, do they know the story with it? If you do, let was us it- know. Was it from uh, sign-ups through a link through the Daily Mail and they maybe had to be a subscriber to the Daily Mail? Is that it, is, is it for new it, customers? It might be like an affiliate thing. Even okay. though if, as far as I'm aware, if I don't have an affiliate thing. They do have an affiliate thing because there's people who do share their affiliate codes. Now, there's very few. It's a bit more exclusive than the likes of Foodstock, which is probably a good thing, but um, there's a few people have them. Thank God I don't because that means I can say whatever the fuck I want and I could drink cans while talking about FIF I want, etc., um, which is brilliant, but yeah, display ZZZ says here yes daily meal. So I think it was some sort of like twelve and a half percent. I don't know if it was a deposit bonus, net spend bonus, what it was, and I don't know if it was like you sign up through their affiliate link or if it was maybe ill timed, and it's maybe in preparation for the birthday they're going to put out this bonus to the market because I don't know how well it will go down. People will be just withdrawn and open a new account with a different email, but they're not. Quite possibly. Display says 125 uh, affiliate by DL. It would have to be a, a separate bank account as well, though, wouldn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Ugh, maybe it's more hassle than it's worth. But 12.5% if you've got a big portfolio, like, do you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you know? People are smart to these things. People are wise to these things. The likes of the birthday. Do you know? People wait for this each year. God knows what they'll hit us with. It could be a shitty old cash drop or it could be a deposit bonus. You, you just don't know. Yeah, it could be a net buys, couldn't it? Net buys might make a bit more sense. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's, there's 82 of them in the house now, guys. You know what I just don't get? The math just doesn't work. There's 82 people here and only 45 people have turned their phone on its side to hit like. They're all just lazy bastards and they, they won't just X off the chat and hit like. Can you believe it? Guaranteed to get a dislike for that anyway. Um, I love it all, really. <laughs> Racism deposit bonus bloody daily mail, says MDJ. It's getting heavy. It's getting heavy. I like it. Um, I like I mean, it. I, I saw this as well. People complaining about using the Daily Mail, which I understand. But, you know, I guess you've got, you, you've got to try and get, you know, all demographics involved, haven't you, really? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I Daily Mail, but I, can, I, don't, I don't have any issue with them using. They'll be using the bloody sun next. Does anyone like the sun? Like everyone no. always slags the sun. Does anyone like it? Uh, probably middle-aged men that are uh, really struggling in life. Yeah. Just proper <laughs> lazy journalism for fucking fat losers. Are they the ones <laughs> fat losers? Fuck! I'll be buying it tomorrow. <laughs> Do they have PH three? Is that them? They did, but I think they. The Is PH three gone? I think so. I think he's finished, yeah. And I'm not, I don't know. Is that, is, I'm really not saying this is some creepy bastard because it's not like I ever liked page three. I really didn't. It was never a big thing in my life. But like, 
Is that a shame? Is that just like red tape and PC going too far or is that fair? That's a tangent for another day. I should make a general conversation podcast. Anyway, tangent. <laughs> that, that's a question. Um, a lot of debate here about page three. Yeah, is page three okay? Let us know that in the comments. Matthew Gentry says it is. Gentry says it is. Uh, Piers Morgan pumping his Ozil shares but fail. The sun used to be okay when it was eighteen. When I was eighteen years old, yeah. Then, then it was crushed like a pistachio. <laughs> would would it first be a good buy at this price? Now there's another player question for us. Subtle pump. Who knows? Let's lambast him if he's. he's a... I wouldn't personally buy, but you wouldn't buy. Tell us why, Jay. I think, I think Havertz. Is, I've got a lot of time for Havertz, but I think he's just going to end up. A lot of these hype players, what happens to them, they get this massive hype price and then slowly over time they revert to the kind of price where they should be. Um, I think Havertz, I've always thought Havertz has got to do a lot to justify where he where his price was. I can't remember. I mean, it was up at six, seven pounds, wasn't it? It's down to about five and now. So it's, it's getting into a kind of a bit more of a reasonable kind of range, I guess. Mm. Hey, 21 is that, is that what that says there 21 21 it says yeah yeah 21 but it's got to do a lot I mean it's more than Pulisic what's, he, what's the gap to Pulisic one he's 1 metre 89 if we believe that that's pretty fucking tall that's like 6 foot 4 yeah he's massive he's, he's, just, he's just got everything if you if you ever watch him just play he's just such a good player to watch it's just obviously not clicked yet because he's been there two games um, it's definitely going to take him some time to sell and obviously the style of play is different from Germany, but at the same time, if you just watch him for Leverkusen, just so elegant. Mm. I mean, I think he had a bad half first start, start to last season as well. I mean, he was really poor in the first sort of three months of the season and then just exploded after Christmas. Leverkusen so, were bad as well. They were just bad yeah. in general. No, I'm not, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, you know, he, maybe he's a sort of player that needs... You know the right kind of system and a successful system to, to be at his best. Yeah, he was was he right mid last week when we were doing this? He, he actually played right midfield. Um, they had Mount in the ten, and then today he went off at half time. Mount got kept on. It was just a bit bizarre. I haven't yeah. watched any of them. I'll be honest with you. In I've watched a bit of them in the Bundesliga. I've watched none of them with Chelsea so far. Um, Take Lampard a bit of time to figure out. I think how to play all them players because. He's got so many new players in there, and they're all players that can play in different positions. So he he needs to. He's gonna. It's gonna take time, I think, to figure all that out. Yeah, I think what goes against him as well is that I, I assume Ziyech will get set pieces, but yeah. um, I don't. I don't want to assume, but I mean, I, I, I'd like to think he will get most of them. Yeah. The editway says see his comment at twenty one twenty three. I'm sorry, I just can't, mate. That's like that, that would be a, a headache right now. It probably looks easy for you to do, but for me, it's a nightmare. I'll look um, for it. I'll look through. for it. MDJ says, don't get me started on page three, John. MDJ, I'd love to get you started on that. I think that'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Do you know, it's it's a right for men. Do you know, it's a right. <laughs> Just get you started, Mel. Uh, <laughs> if he went to Bayern, yes, for Kai. Unfortunately, he's at Chelsea, so maybe it's a no. Better value out there. He's six foot two. This guy's a chancer, or FI stats are wrong. I think I believe the latter first. If he's 189 centimeters, he's bigger than six foot two. Because I'm like I'm 185, and I feel cheeky saying I'm six foot two because I'm like six foot one and a half. So I don't know. He's either a giant or FI is wrong. It's probably FI wrong. 
No idea how to like this stream. I'm being a complete idiot. Same what depends where you're watching it. You're probably being an idiot. An idiot, probably. On the phone, it's really weird though. I think you have to close the chat and then hit it. But look, don't don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Thank you though. Did anyone see the events? Um, no, I didn't see that. Dan Jackknife. Um, I'll have a look <laughs> after. Thank you. This this meme sounds funny. Um, imagine Chelsea got posh. Ah, Lampard will get another bit yet. He's a Chelsea legend. He did good last season. But imagine, Quinny, that'd be some crack, wouldn't it? Tottenham fans would love him. He only got <laughs> took off today due to sending off. I thought he played a lot better in first half. I didn't watch it. Was he like, oh, Christensen got sent off, didn't he? It was a tactical thing, was it? Yeah, I mean, he played better than he did last week, um, for sure. But yeah, it was just the fact that him and Mount, obviously... Um, they'd be vying for the same sort of spot because his natural position is going to be behind the striker um, and they end up playing like a 4-3-2 and Mount played up with Werner. It was just a bit bizarre. Of all the, like to, to leave Mount on over him was just odd. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping, if, if you're holding him, you're hoping that he then takes a spot off Mount but because Lampard likes Mount so much, it's not just going to be as easy as, well, we've spent 70 million, he's just going to automatically get the spot. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's what a very I... bizarre decision to, to, to sign him, given you have two players playing in the same position. Yeah. It's, it's probably Chelsea just having a fucking war chest because of last season's antics and feeling yeah. Frank Lampard rocking up saying he can sign everyone. But a lot of those young, like Mount and Tammy and stuff, there's a lot of young players there who did a lot for the club. Yeah. Um, it's probably one of those where they've just like if you were a manager and you get you get told do you want to sign Kai Havertz you're not going to say nah well, do you know what I'll it, pass isn't it? yeah Timo Werner Kai Havertz Ziyech Chilwell Thiago Silva yes mm -hmm. please get me a keeper too and we'll say no more and speaking yeah, of they... saying no more there's a handsome devil's just joined us <laughs> Duncan B are you there sir you might, you might be having hello there hello Duncan Hello, yeah, I'm just I'm screwing my order like everyone else. It's a classic thing, isn't it? <laughs> How are you, John? You right? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for popping in. How, how's no worries. life been since we recorded the the Room One Hundred One special? Oh man, yeah, it's been a really intense week, I must say. Um, maybe the most intense week of my life <laughs> since last <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's been up and down, really, isn't it? How, tell tell us about your Sunday and the the week that followed. Tell us about the last week. Well, I was watch. I was actually watching that PSG game. It was quite a fun, interesting game, mm. and uh, you know, it culminated in that in that big sending off at the end. And I I just watched all those prices start trickling down very rapidly. Mm. Started with um, not to go over old ground here too much here, but started with Sancho, and then sorry, started with Neymar, and then Sancho started started plummeting as well, and then other players started going as well. It was uh, it was it was quite insane to watch. I I usually. <laughs> I quite like footballing mix as a like a television station. Sometimes I just sit there and watch it. Yeah, I was doing the same. I was sitting there watching it and kind of. I thought it was a bit fun for a while. I thought, oh geez, this is this is crazy. Oh, isn't this <laughs> isn't this mad? And then I seen like Sancho retailing at like sub eight quid or whatever it was. Like, and I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> I got a few friends to sign up to this last week. Like Jesus Christ, my my portfolio was gone. Goodbye, oh, yeah. new house. Um, I was up till till three a.m. or something like 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 you were as well. And I picked up a few players. Um, I I didn't panic sell. I panic deposited, and I just started um, buying whatever looked cheap. So that worked out for you, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and then today it's worked out well because I, I bought a bunch of cane when he was he was very low and um today got the FNCP IPDs which is mad mad money four assists and a goal wasn't it it was yeah That's yeah crazy yeah I'm, I'm interested John what, where do you think the money's going to go after this sort of IPD sort of route's over because um oh. There's a lot of volatility around, obviously, and, and part of it's the IPDs. But um, yeah, I mean, what do you think is going to happen after after the end of September? Fuck. I mean, I think I was saying a few weeks ago in the podcast. Obviously, the the IPD bloodbath was inbound. Um, maybe it happened last weekend, but it wasn't an IPD bloodbath. It was just a bloodbath. I mean, I think over the next ten days, we're going to see a lot of people kind of trying to transition a bit. But what I was sort of preaching for the last few weeks, and it's one of those main reasons I'm not worried, is. I was only buying people that I was happy to hold for other reasons out the back of the IPD window. But let's say there's going to be a lot of those sub-150 players, maybe players even higher, but traditionally the IPD players and the ones that have looked like obscene value at the minute are maybe sub-2 quid, 250 because you can get 10 20% of gold or whatever. Um, I don't know, there could be big drops there, but obviously FI have come in and made it harder to make the drops happen. and mm. The spreads would be pretty ugly, you'd imagine, but... God knows. I'd say it'll be a case of I think this could be like the whole COVID two point like you know, money trapped. I think this could be money trapped in a lot of these players for some time. Unless FI do something, be it a birthday promotion, being an extending the IPDs, be it instead of going from ten P to two P's, you know, on, on goals maybe a new IPD table coming in to surprise us all and maybe do something with the market making it th- making it I don't know, three P a goal or something. But maybe that's me asking for a bit much really, because I think they did increase the dividends by enough. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, fuck. I don't so know. Who are you looking to buy, John? What sort of players are you, gonna, are you looking to buy? Me? Out the back of the IPD window? Yeah. Well, you see, I haven't really been. There's no one. I'll try and whip my port up here. Let me see. Does this work? It should do. I mean, who in here is traditionally IPD? There's a lot of shit here I've been trapped in, guys, and I've, I'm, I've made bad decisions. Fucking David Brooks. Anyway, we'll move on. Dubois bought for PB as. And the IP, the, I think he got an IPD, which was nice, but I think I bought him for the PB. Okay, yeah, whatever. Gerard Moreno, I was fucking preaching about him at 88p for PB. Um, yeah. And he, he does have peaks and he plays for Spain or whatever. I, I'll be holding him, I'm not shifting him. Mm. Um, actually, I say that and have an offer in. If someone wants to give me 155, I'll shift him. But I'm not shifting him at a spread of, I'm not shifting him for 131. Do you know what I mean? Um, Leo Dubois again I've got these offers in when I say I'm not shifting from now on what I mean is I'm not eating spreads but I will put offers in on particular players because I've kind of milked it to 140 quid out of Moreno there anyway I'm going off on one I haven't really been going mad for IPDs like some people have you been in play trading a lot Jay I know you have. You're, you're into that yeah I've done quite a bit this weekend there's been some nice rises and that so that's been nice but I'm 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 not loading up on IPD from today. But how how are you going to transition then? That's kind of the question that Duncan well, asked, and you've asked me. I have been over the last week or so move, trying to move into sort of PB and players that might be holding for yeah. the long. I've just literally been through it and thought, can I see this person winning PB or media in the next you know six months or so? And then kept them if I have, and then got rid if I don't. And that's that's fair, Duncan. What's your play? You're you're asking me this question. What what are you doing? Have you been going heavy in IPDs? Are you transitioning, or what's your story? Oh, I really fucked the IPDs up big time. <laughs> <laughs> I got I was so unlucky. I bought um, 
um, like he suggested, I bought players that might have sort of some legs in them after the IPD period. Zaniolo and Chimi Avila. Yeah, so I bought <laughs> I bought a Cardi who yeah. got uh, uh, the 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 dirty virus, Neymar who got the virus, and then yeah. got sent off for three games. I bought Hour who got sent off and is possibly leaving, and then I bought Zaniolo at his peak the day before he um, broke his knee. Um, and then he plummeted seventy percent. So um, it's been a very. Did you bad... get caught with Depay? Depay, I didn't. I don't. I haven't been near Depay for a while. I had like three hundred Depay, and like <laughs> literally told my mate who got on the FI. I literally said to him like two weeks ago, "I shit you not, buy Depay, buy Trent, to buy Kimmich. One's worked out. The other two have fucking killed him." But um, yeah, the Depay one killed me as well. I had Depay, Chimi Avila, and I don't think it's Zaniolo, but like just for different reasons between ACLs and fucking transfers like that Leon team we all thought they'd be beautiful for IPDs and like Dembele's barely played red card for ROR uh, Depay doing fuck all because of transfers and whatever Dubois was actually a decent pick when I got him but it was a fucking treacherous enough IPD window unless you were sitting watching games and buying as goals went in and properly in play trading um because even like today I was watching and I, I I literally I've just been pretty busy the last week with life. Um and Castagna, when he got his goal or did he get the assist? I looked if I had a cash balance I would have bought some because his price hadn't budged. I was like, why is that not budging? And it was at one oh five and then within like ten seconds he's at one eighteen or something. And I was like, Do you know if you were here and you were like sitting on your computer and your couple of screens and watching football, you could really just profit by fastest finger first in it on particular players with these IPDs I'd say there's yeah. people who are fucking milking it seriously milking it like Ginger Pirlo he's big into that isn't he yeah Um, someone here saying John can you add the Twitter names of persons who you're speaking to to your stream it's probably a way I can do that I'll look into it for next week and if it's not here next week annoy me again it's probably a very simple box I can make that happen with um Duncan, give your port. I'll buy the vegans for you. I'll help your feng shui as your luck has been poor. That's what Dan Jackknife says. Um, Dan Jackknife has a vegan fund. He believes vegan players will be on the up in the future. What do you say to that, Duncan? <laughs> I've no idea. I've never, I've never taken that ta- tactic before. I must say, pretty contrarian, isn't it? It's strange. Yeah, I, I tell you what, though. I, I tell you what. I've, I've been giving vegan a go the last three weeks, and I ended it today. Um, I lost I lost a good seven pounds and I think it's mostly muscle mass that's gone. Which is quite concerning. So um who knows? That's you, my personal experience. But you, you feel like you wouldn't invest in yourself in the index then? <laughs> I would never invest in myself on the index. I, I, I wouldn't have faith. Uh did you go from meat eater to vegan or did you go vegetarian? How, what's your story now? What are you? Me, uh, I went. I just as an experiment, really, just to see what it would do to my body and all that sort of thing. And um, I went straight. Yeah, I went. I was a heavy. I am a heavy meat. I suppose. I just. I was just kind of interested in seeing if I could sort of maintain the sort of exercise regime and lifestyle without meat or any dairy. Like that. It was just interesting. Um, yeah. Did you watch that documentary, The Game Changers, by any chance? I did. I, th- I thought it was quite propagandary, to be honest with you. Mm. I have to agree. Because I was vegetarian um, for like a year and a bit there, last April through to about May, no, through to June. Um, believe it or not, I was vegetarian. But the issue with vegetarian is chocolate and chips are still on the table, so it was pizza. So I was fucked. Um, it meant instead of eating like 
lean chicken and like bacon medallions and shit like this. I was like munching chips. Anyway, it's a different story. But I watched the the when I was in the height of my vegetarian, I was thinking, will I go vegan? Will I go vegan? Watch that game changers and. While so much of it's probably true and so many people love it and tell me it's amazing, I, I got the propaganda vibe. I think they just kind of overstepped that line because I think it's something to be so careful of when you're trying to actually convince people to go vegan. You don't want to make them realise you're trying to make them go vegan as much as they did. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like whenever I'm trying to make you sign up to food stock and I kind of try and tell you that it's brilliant and all that, but really I just want you to sign up because I want your money. <laughs> it's kind of like you can say it's like that. Um, but yeah, guys, I think we're reaching around the hour mark, hour and a half mark. Duncan, is there any other crack for us while you're here? It's a pleasure to have you. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll, uh, one thing I'll mention actually, you're saying about um, suggesting players to your friends, and oh, yeah. uh, I, I'm really wary of doing that because I don't want to be responsible for someone who goes down a lot. But um, I do have friends who, who ask me for you know player recommendations, and I've, I've only given like two or three ever. Um, mm. one of which was Trent when he was at about three pounds. I just sensed the beginning of last season he was going to absolutely take off, and that was probably my most most successful trade. It's a dodgy territory. Anytime uh, yeah. I've done it, I give it very much the disclaimer. Anything can fucking happen here. But if I was buying now, this is who I'd buy for X, Y, and Z reasons. But it's not my money. Like, do it if you want. You know that kind of way, because like ACLs happen. Zaniola was my worst ever trade um, within about 12 hours I bought it I, I was recycling him for um, IPDs because he was he was rising and I thought oh fuck it I'm just gonna I'm gonna sell and then recycle I'll buy now and then um, yeah I, I bought him at £3.13 next day breaks his fucking knee <laughs> breaks his back down to 92 knee. pence whatever it is yeah yeah it's a fucking disaster um What's your opinion on Nathan Ake? I honestly think Pep will make him world class, says Glenn Ashworth. We thought that about John Stones. We probably thought it about someone else who I'm not naming. Yeah, he's good. He's just he's just good, I think. Just That's good. All. I rate him. You rate him? Like, would you, would you buy him, Jay? Would I buy him? Uh, pro- I probably wouldn't have him on FI, but I do I do think he's a, a good centre-back. Yeah. Arsenal have got him. Be interested to see how much game time that he gets. They're playing tomorrow, are they? Well, it's tricky, isn't it? Because they got Aki and Laporte, and I mean, they're not identical, but they're not exactly. They're both left footed, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I guess Ake can play at left back and maybe as a holding mid as well. But mm. I don't know. Would yeah, you not... play Ake and. I don't think you would play Ake and Laporte. I can't see that. No, I'm the same. I don't, I don't see that happening. And I don't see him developing without the game time. So I think he would just stay as a good sort of backup to Laporte, which is fine because Laporte's world class, but. Um, yeah, mm. don't don't see him as a buy anywhere. Yeah. Well, guys, look, is there anything else we want to chat about before we go? It's been a. Pleasure. I was gonna, I was gonna oh, add about I'm Rob Riz, but. Um, oh, yeah. two years here, Ross. Hit me up, and then I'll come to you, Mark. We're gonna be here to fucking three o'clock in the morning, but that's okay too. <laughs> I was just gonna answer that Rob Riz's question about the best non-PB player, but I don't know if I just I can just type it in the chat. No, hit him up. What, what what's your answer? Uh, I've I've tracked the guy uh, Chak Fatadze for ages. He's my top player because I'm just on most platforms like Sorare and Football Index. I've just been trying to pick up as much as I can. He's been injured for like a year, and he's probably the only like really young hype player that's not had a rise. How do you spell um, that? Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, C H A K 
Yeah. V E T A D Z E. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll go and have a wee sconce at him later. I just made a wee note. Um, there you go. There, there's your, there's your answer. I suppose there's probably other answers from all of us, but based on time, Mark hit me up. Sorry. Yes, uh, this was a, a while ago. You were speaking about IPDs and and how we kind of transition off the ramped up IPDs we have at the moment. And I was thinking to myself, have we already not got that with Team of the Month? But we haven't really explored it yet as a concept. How, mm, talk to me again. Explain that to me again. So, well, 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 Team of the Month, you know, obviously everyone buys in for goals, assists, clean sheets. And they do it and then they sell off once they think they can actually get out of the trade. But team of the month it's it's the same kind of idea but over a slightly longer prolonged period um so you, you you're not going to have that instant sell off because you still need to hold them essentially yeah. and the players that they're posting good pv scores will generally keep up their price so you may not see mm. that kind of transactions that you see you know down up down up it's more consistent uh, and again it's a bit more sustained over the month rather than Sunday night sell off after the dividends are paid out. Shit, speaking of Sunday night sell offs, are we in the middle of one? I don't think we are. Have we got away with it? Would we know? The market's closing soon. Oh shit, yeah. That's something we didn't even talk about. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Guys, is anyone in the Scott to come back on that with Mark? Yeah, I uh, I ran a very unsuccessful poll the other day. It got about 10 votes. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just discussing whether it, where it should, whether it should be a permanent fixture. Um, I think it's a particularly a good idea um, for various reasons. What do you guys think? Anyone else want to come in? Jay? It doesn't affect my trade yeah. either way. I really like it. I think it's really, I think it's great. Yeah. So everyone just, yeah, thinks it's great. We're all kind of saying it's brilliant for trading. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think about Team of the Month, though? Yes, we, the... the Trading's closed from half 11 onwards, but team of the month, you know, it got introduced quite at the tail end of last season. We've not really had La Liga, Liga, Premier League, Serie A all playing at the same time. So there's a lot more data to be understood to find out who's actually going to win dividends. Do we think this, this could be important going forward or not? I think the team of the month will be huge. Uh, I think maybe the payout should be increased at the next opportunity. I don't think 10p on one guy is enough for people to really be actively trading early in the month before the 20th for to hold for three weeks for a 10p dividend. Maybe I'm being greedy. It wouldn't be the first time. But It was when it came in and then they've doubled the the base dividend and not doubled the team of the month dividend. Mm. So now I think it, maybe it makes, as it stands, it makes more sense to focus on the individual um the individual daily payouts but as you say surely it's going to get it has to be a contender to be the next raise doesn't it, it has to be the favorite mm. like if you consider like at the moment ipds are 2p and 1p yeah and even the month is 10p that's five times the amount and that's five times ipds that's what we're talking about here and is, is that not more and not a, a natural progression yeah yeah, look, time will tell. I think it's definitely an interesting kind of transit, like area for people to transition into. Obviously, yeah, I hope... sorry, John. I was sorry, just going to was... say, 
No. I hope that the uh, the enhanced IPDs don't sort of distort the market. That would be sort of like new people coming in just expecting like huge dividend payouts. Um, yeah. I just hope it doesn't have that effect. There'll be some power, but it's guaranteed at least a handful, probably two hands and two feet full, probably more of poor bastards who've signed up recently and are used to someone scoring and going through the roof. And on yep. like the 1st of October, they're going to be sitting there watching football and some 40p player is going to score two goals and they're going to put like three grand on it. <laughs> Guaranteed some poor bastard. But that's why you need to watch YouTube videos and follow podcasts and stuff. Yep. Um, but guys, look, I'll give you all a chance to plug yourselves. But before I do, all you fuckers watching, I love you. That's a term of endearment where I'm from. Um, please drop a like and a subscription. And the last thing check out the Football Index Weekly podcast. It was really, it, it really went really high in the rankings this week. I was probably amazed after last Sunday. Uh, most successful two weeks the podcast's ever had. And it doesn't look like it's slowing down. So keep hitting it up. Keep telling people, do me a favour. When you see newbies bouncing on Twitter on Facebook, say, here, go and listen to John. He's my friend. That's what you can do for me. Um, and other than that, I suppose we'll go through order of appearance. Mark, I think you might have been the first one that was here. Would you like to be found anywhere? Uh, if you can find me, if you want to, but I'd be uh, Stone Cold. You'll see me on Facebook, Twitter, Stone Cold, Steve Stone Austin, Cold. Uh, Media Madness. Good man, Mark. <laughs> Thank you, John, for, for bringing me on. It's much appreciated. It's been lovely speaking to a fellow Irish man. Absolutely. And again, just for last week, the, the, the value that you gave to the community last week, it, it can be measured. Oh, jeez. Thank you so much, Mark. It means a lot. And genuinely, look, thank you for taking the plunge and coming on. I'm hoping every week we get a few new people who sort of pluck up the courage and, and sort of call in because it's always nice to talk to new faces. And even if people want to talk for one minute or two, they can do that as well. So, Mark, look, thanks for thanks for coming on. Uh, Jay, you've been on for a while. Yeah. Would you thanks. like to be found? People are sick of you by now on my podcast, but where would you like to be found? Uh, I'm JH on Twitter. JH on Twitter. You'll find him. Um, Ross, I think you were next in. You're Ross FI, aren't you? I am at top of the index, and you'll probably find me here again yeah. um, for the, the voice of, I don't know, comedy or whatever. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise you were Ross. Uh, what was that, Jay? Sorry. I didn't realise you were Ross FI. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Jay's like, I blocked you three weeks ago, you cunt. <laughs> uh, and Duncan, you popped in. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just Duncan Butler. Take a look, see if I post anything interesting. If not, don't bother. I'm nice. trying to get on Facebook a bit more as well because um, I feel like people need the help a bit more on there. I'm trying to <laughs> add add some sensibility on there. Um, but yeah, I, I want to echo as well. Again, like keep doing these Sunday night things. They're good. They they um they, you know add value to the week. Oh yeah, geez. Look, guys. I suppose keep keep the word out there. I'll put up. I'll actually schedule next week's video. I'm just looking at my phone here, being a bit ignorant, but I'm looking at it to see. I'm definitely off the next four Sundays, so guaranteed for them. After that, we'll see how my roster goes. It might be Friday nights, it might be Saturday nights, it might be Tuesday nights. Who knows? But it'll be a consistent night um, of the week on any given month. And for the four of you that are leaving me, thank you again for coming in. Um, I'll not probably message you all individually, but if you want to come on, you know where I am every Sunday. I really appreciate different faces popping in. The dream is to have like 25 people come in and talk to each of them for two minutes. That's the dream. Um, but thank you so much for staying with me. And we'll wrap this up. Um, Danny, thanks for the kind words. MBJ as well. Drop your like in the way out and I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye.